Hi everyone, Kieran here. Just to say we recorded this episode a few weeks ago and so we didn't have the opportunity to respond to the protests at the killing of George Floyd and others in police custody. To hear our response to that situation, please listen to the pause and reflect episode we put out yesterday. Thanks and we hope you enjoy this show. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Holy Half Hour, the show which is neither holy nor half an hour long, but we did get pretty close uh, two episodes ago, didn't we, Kieran? 49 minutes, I believe, Michael. 49 minutes. Incredible. I think we're doing pretty well and, you know, we're having fun. This week we are going to have um, some chats about something to do with living as a Christian and faith. We've got some games prepared for each other. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, But before we do that, we're going to have our catch-up, our weekly catch-up. Well, Kieran, this week, I I, I guess I want to tell you about a really great idea for a game I had that didn't work at all. Um, because I was really excited about it today. I was putting in some work okay. on a game. And I don't think it was an original idea I had. I think I probably stole it from a video I saw on YouTube. But I, I took a famous Bible verse and mm-hmm. I put it into Google Translate. And I wanted to put it through different languages and then back into English. so that And then Great make idea. you guess like what it was. Don't, I was so excited about this idea. Don't mm-hmm. you think that would have been good? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so for example, and this is why it didn't work so well, I took Romans 3.23, which everyone knows is, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Um, and I put it into Chinese, then from Chinese into Tamil, then from Tamil into Filipino, then from Filipino into English. Uh, I, think mm-hmm. it was, I think it was Tagalog. Um, and it came out as... For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I was so disappointed. The the truth of the word of God is so robust. (laughs) Exactly. That it can it can withstand any any translator. Exactly. So I was I I was thinking two things. I was thinking, number one, I was crestfallen (laughs) that my game wasn't gonna work. (laughs) I tried it with multiple uh multiple verses and they were all similar enough no matter what language I put them through that it would have just been easy um, and I was right. also thinking there's got to be a sermon <laughs> a sermon in that like you went straight yeah, there yeah, Kieran totally. you went straight there like uh, yeah 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 so you can come it's a that's, good illustration that's a free one for, for you Kieran and for all those out there speaking of games uh, that's enough catching up Kieran have you got a game for me this week? I'm excited to see what you've been preparing. <laughs> Do you have a game for you, Michael? Would you like to hear what it is? I would love that. That would make me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hold that thought until afterwards. Uh, so th- this th- this uh, game is suspiciously similar to the game I subjected you to last week. Oh. If you remember, we did the uh, is it a pop song or a praise song thing. That one was way more difficult than I was anticipating for it to be. Mm. It's really tough. Well, this one turns out it might be quite tricky as well, because uh. today we're going to play... Uh, we are going to play <laughs> se- Self-Made Billionaire or Mega Church Pastor. Oh, okay. I'm I'm going to read you some quotes. I want you to tell me, are they were they said by a self-made billionaire mm-hmm. or 
a pastor of a mega church. Cool, cool. And sometimes they're both, aren't they? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Potentially. Uh, I'm not, uh, and I'll say, uh, I'll do the disclaimer up front, folks. Mm-hmm. Not trying to uh, you know, mock any particular people. No. I just uh, felt that when I looked at these two uh, professions, they were weirdly similar <laughs> yeah. in some of the things that they said. And I just thought there was some mileage in that for a game. So I love it. I think it's a great idea. And uh, for my disclaimer up front, I just want to make it clear that I'm neither a self-made billionaire nor a megachurch <laughs> pastor. That's good, man, because I wouldn't want to offend you with these things, you know. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, if you were a secret billionaire and I never knew. Yep. All right, well, let's rock and roll. Give me, give me, give me that quote. Give me that good, good quote. Okay, number one. Life's too short to hang out with people who aren't resourceful. Hmm. Was okay. it a self-made billionaire or a mega church pastor? Now, I'm not judging anyone, but there is an argument to say that if you're a Christian, you should maybe hang out with the least, the last, and the lost, some okay. of whom might be categorized as not being resourceful. So okay. if it were a mega church pastor... And he just said it in without further context. That would make me worried. So I'm going to go self-made billionaire with this one. Hmm. Well, I like your logic there, Michael. I think that's a good, uh, useful train of thought because you're absolutely right. Yeah. It was, in fact, Jeff ding, Bezos, ding, 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 the Amazon guy. Nice. Cool. All uh, right. Who said that? Well, Michael, question one, you were absolutely right. Let's see how you do with question two. Thank you. The thank quote you. is as follows. We are all faced with a series of great opportunities, brilliantly disguised as impossible situations. Ooh, we are all faced Who done with said that? brilliant opportunities disguised as... We are all faced with a series of great opportunities, brilliantly disguised as impossible situations. Hmm, interesting. Who could have said that? Were they a self-made billionaire? I'm or going to say... a church pastor? I'm going to say because it's a, we are all faced, it's very inclusive. Um, sometimes, I mean, obviously it depends on the context because maybe a billionaire is talking to like some kind of room full of other business people and in that regard it's all. But my, my, my guess is that it's a, a pastor and he's speaking to like the, the all-encompassing humans all. And that's, that's my guess. Billionaire, pastor of megachurch. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Make a church pastor. You're, you're saying it's both. <laughs> Can't Self, lose. Self-made billionaire. Self-made billionaire. Mega church pastor. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's that's how I that's how I split the odds and get get everyone right. <laughs> yeah. You going with pastor? Pastor billionaire. Bill- <laughs> no, mega church pastor. <laughs> billionaire pastor. It's hard to. Well, this, this is why this is why I wanted to play this game is because sometimes it's hard to do, to differentiate the two. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going with mega church so, pastor. Mega church pastor. Nice. Well, Michael, you're absolutely right. Oh yes, come it on. Is a mega church pastor. Uh, it's a guy called Chuck Swindle. I'm not familiar with him, but apparently a pastor of a very big church in America. Cool. You're you're very good at this, Michael. Have you considered becoming a mega church pastor or a billionaire? I have a self-made billionaire. Yeah, I have considered becoming. A mega billionaire church, <laughs> but but neither. You've considered becoming the church. Yeah, a, a mega church. <laughs> I've be- considered becoming a mega church building. You're right, which costs a billion you, you, billion dollars. Yeah, okay, 
you want to be like blown up to a massive size and then hollowed out and then would people would your mouth be the entrance <laughs> oh gosh you took that really literally <laughs> like there a, like a like a trophy of a whale or something <laughs> like those uh and people like those tiger rugs with their head still on and the mouth <laughs> open yeah that's exactly. me <laughs> oh, gosh. I could just imagine a giant you in the Nevada desert or something. Mm. Not, uh, no, no. Big, people no. drive from, people come from hundreds of miles to come to Michael Church. Yeah, I don't do well in the heat, so can we, can we not have it in Nevada? But maybe. Uh, <laughs> where would you be if you were a church building? If where I was would a, you love to be? <laughs> if I was a giant mega church building made of my own body, blown up hundreds of sizes, where would I be? Um, I think I would just be like, I think I wouldn't, uh, to, to be honest, my heart's not in the mega church. I, this was all a ruse. This was all a ridiculous right, ruse. Okay. I want to be a small, I want to be a small country, sh- countryside church, Kieran, <laughs> country parish. Right. A little parish. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to be. You'd rather be a little parish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fair, man. That's uh, fair. Well, here's question three anyway. Yeah. So uh, you can have some time if you want to reconsider, but here's question three. Quote three, rather. It's important to be willing to make mistakes. The worst thing that can happen is you become memorable. Who said that? I'll I'll say it again. It's important to be willing to make mistakes. The worst thing that can happen is you become memorable. Interesting. Mm. I was going to go with... That's weird. Hmm. Could it be a particularly humble megachurch pastor who wants to be not known as much as he wants Jesus to be known? Or is it a billionaire who is talking about not being memorable for the mistakes he makes? Because thing is, though, they say in business, no publicity is bad publicity. But then Elon Musk keeps on tanking his shares by saying silly things on Twitter. So <laughs> I'm going to guess that it's a billionaire and that it is, in fact, Elon Musk. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm feeling good. Mm, okay, man. You're going for the person as well. Yeah. I want a bonus point if it is. I want 10, <laughs> I want 10 bonus points if it is. Well... You're right that it's a billionaire, so well done. Thank you. And I nearly, I th- almost thought I had you, because mm. I thought the not wanting to be memorable thing might mm. uh, might steer you towards church pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was secretly like, <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> You're walking right into my trap. But you've gone and been all smart again yes. and got the answer right. Uh, so you're three for three, man. It's who, who Sarah it? Blakely or, or Sarah Blakely is her name yeah and she is apparently a self-made billionaire again never heard of her but uh she was you know notable enough that she was on some website with quotes <laughs> that i found that's good uh it makes you feel better she's never heard of you either so well <laughs> totally yeah her and i she's though not gonna put the effort in, why should i <laughs> she and i are really really good friends though so <laughs> so uh, just saying cool. if you made more of an effort kieran <laughs> well i heard of you I'm sorry, Sarah or Sarah. I'll try to make more of an effort. Cool. So I'm three for three. Um, Yeah, man. So here's number four. Choosing to be positive and having a grateful attitude is going to determine how you're going to live your life. Mm. 
Choosing to be positive and having a grateful attitude is going to determine how you will live your life. Is that what you just said? Hmm. Yep. Sounds a bit generic to be a mega church pastor. Like, there's no one mention of Jesus or anything in there, or like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And for that reason, I'm going to guess that it is a mega church pastor. <laughs> <laughs> You've like double bluffed yourself or something. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think it, it sounds, yeah, it sounds generic. And that's what I think you're trying to trick me with. So I'm going with okay. mega church pastor. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've seen through my ruse. Uh, it is a suitably vague quote. Uh, and it was from Joel Osteen. Yeah. There you so go. there you go. It was, yeah, it was a mega church pastor. Whoop, whoop. So well done. Thank you, thank you. Number five, mm-hmm. fifth is and final one as follows. Mm-hmm. There's actually a, there's a sixth, but <gasps> it's it's a pithy one. It's a pithy one. Controversial. Okay, uh, so here's number five. We make the future. St- <laughs> here's number five. We make the future sustainable when we invest in the poor, not when we insist on their suffering. Who said uh, that? Hmm. Would Kieran keep doing double bluffs and try? I mean, he, he's thinking, oh, this is got Kieran, to be a pastor. I mean, would Kieran try the same gambit over and over and over because he finds it funny in every single game we play? <laughs> good, 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 good question, Michael. <laughs> no, I'm going to say that you would do that. And I'm going to say, oh, double bluff me, though. You would, you triple bluff me. You would. There's no no limit to the number of bluffs you'd try. I know you. Um, but there's a lot of philanthropic mega uh, billionaires out there as well. So I'm going to say this is Bill Gates, and I'm going to say that it's a billionaire, and I'm going to say that you can't bluff me, Kieran. No, you can't bluff me. <laughs> and then I'm going to be sad when it's actually a pastor. Go, tell me. Michael, it's Bill Gates. Yeah. You are, <laughs> you are absolutely on the money. Oh, yeah, I am smashing this game. It's self-made billionaire Bill Gates. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very impressed. Thanks. I've uh, I've obviously like dug myself into <laughs> such a, a predictable rut with the way that I do games <laughs> that there's no way you can lose anymore. So I'm going to have to think very hard about what I do next week. Well, last week I kind of lost. Um, I only won because you gave me an extra point for the joke question at the end. So, I mean, that, you know, it's not every game that I win. I'm just really okay. on fire this week. Right, right. Absolutely. You're, you're a clever man, as they say, well, do I where, where I come from. All right, give me my last and, question. And, and where you come from too. Okay, last quote. Here it is. I prophesy a thousand pounds into your bank account. (laughs) Who said that? Oh, no. Was was it A? Was it A, Benny Hinn? (laughs) B, (laughs) Benny Hinn. (laughs) What's C? Oh, gosh. It probably could be any number of uh, sadly mega church bastards. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with mega church pastor, but it could be a billionaire. Are you too, sure? To be fair, <laughs> could be a very, very spiritual, self-made billionaire. 
it's likely to it, this guess. one is or, the or most is that likely. very spiritual i don't know <laughs> this one Sorry, is the most likely to be both a, mm. a self-made okay. billionaire mega church pastor mm. Mm. so that's what i'm going with well it was steve jobs no i'm kidding it was i don't actually know who it was i listened i came across a podcast the other day and this guy who uh a self-proclaimed prophet on this podcast I was listening to. It's the first oh. thing he said. And I just thought it was uh, worthy of writing down and repeating to you. <laughs> well, uh, good. <laughs> but I you're right. It. it was a, a mega church <laughs> pastor. Well, I don't know how big his church is because I have no idea who he is. But yeah. he's definitely more on the sort of, as you can probably tell, in the sort of prosperity gospel end of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. I so imagine. I felt he would fit in, fit in quite well in this quiz. So, <laughs> Michael, good, you got a hundred percent plus a bonus point. Sweet. So, well done, well done, sir. I expect my check in the post. <laughs> <laughs> I prophesy one pound from your friend Kieran. <laughs> Sweet, I'll do. Well, Kieran, how about a game from me this time? I would love that. Now, some. Um, Viewers might remember a classic Holy Half Hour game, uh, which was um, Church Architecture or Partial Denture. Um, oh, Michael. Wow. Do you mean we're going to play it again? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure you would enjoy that, Kieran, and I'm sure the listeners <laughs> would too. But actually, we're not going to play that game. I am just, okay. this one is in a similar vein. Uh, and mm. this one is Cassock. Or livestock. Um, <laughs> the rhyme is a little bit more tortured this time. Um, That's good, man. That's yeah. Good. So are I like these... I like games where you have to explain to me what the thing is. <laughs> Well, um, that's, this is another one of those. That's just the trend of our friendship, really. <laughs> <laughs> you explaining things to me. Yes, absolutely it is. Uh, so a cassock <laughs> is a type of um, vestment, uh, clothing that a priest wears. Mm. And livestock is a type of animal that farmers breed for various reasons, Kieran. Don't know if you were aware okay. of those things. Um, now, I've heard things... of the second one. <laughs> It's glad that's that's a that's a relief. Um, these actually are not all cassocks. It's just that cassock rhymed better with livestock. Basically, is this some kind of priestly or ecclesiastical garb, something that is worn right. by someone who is in some place of authority in the church, or is it an animal, which or okay. like a like a breed okay. of animal which counts as a livestock breed? That's it. Interesting. I have to say, Michael. From from where from where we sit now, I'm struggling to see how I could ever confuse those two things. So you're obviously <laughs> going to surprise me <laughs> how well, it's possible to confuse items of clothing with livestock. So I'm very interested to see where this goes. Well, I, I hope to be able to confuse you, Kieran, and that that's generally my <laughs> aim in life. Uh, and at the moment, well, based I feel on, like I'm pretty high success rate. So, based on the episode so far, yeah, I would I would have to agree. <laughs> So the first one, are you ready for it? I've got five things for you. Yeah, go for it. Okay, the first one is a chasuble. 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 C-H-A-S-U-B-L-E. Chasuble. That sounds to me like a thing you would wear. 
Okay. So I'm going to go with Hillock or whatever the thing was. <laughs> Kassik. Kassik, yeah. I know, I, I, I do, uh, I know a Hillock is uh, not a uh, <laughs> listeners. You, you can just say clothing because uh, the, these are not all actually Kassiks. I just wanted to do a tortured rhyme. Uh, so I you're going see. for a bit of clothing and yep. you are... Correct, sir. Well done. Ding, ding, hey. ding, ding, ding. Nice. It is the final vestment of the priest that is worn over all the others and symbolizes the virtue of charity and the yoke of unselfish love. Cool. So there you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Here's number two. You ready? <laughs> yes. Simmental. Simmental. S-I-M-M-E-N-T-A-L. I feel like I've heard that before, mm. uh, and therefore, but, that, but that's absolutely <laughs> no help. It's absolutely no help to me as to what it might actually be. Yeah. Uh, so thinking? instead, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some game theory. Ooh, game and theory. Think. Would you do two items of clothing back to back? And I feel like in this case you would, because. It's a very obvious tactic that I would normally use. And so you're thinking that, I don't know, I've lost the train of this thought. But so you're going I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with clothing is the short okay. answer. Yeah. Short story long, I'm going with clothing. Well, long story short, you are incorrect, sir. Oh, oh. This is in fact a type of cow. <laughs> and what was it? A Simmental. The Simmental, or Swiss Fleckvier, is a Swiss breed of dual-purpose cattle. It is named after the Simmental, the valley of the Sim River in the Bernese mm. Oberland. So there you go. Nice. Yeah, so, there you go. Uh, yeah. I'm afraid that was a cow. And number three <laughs> is a stole. S-T-O-L-E. Stole. A stole. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just want to take a moment to appreciate the phrase, I'm afraid that was a cow, because <laughs> I feel like that doesn't come up very much in life, and I enjoy that. Yeah. Sometimes in life you realize you probably say something for the first time <laughs> that you've ever said it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the last time. <laughs> Definitely. A stole. Stole. Hmm. I really don't know on this one. Yeah, I was hoping that would be the case, but if you had to mm. guess, which in this case you do, what would you yeah. go for? Get, that is that is the format of the game, after all. That's what I'm going for. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it's an animal. It's livestock. Okay, yeah. Well, the answer is that it's an item of clothing that a priest wears. Oh. Uh, it is, in fact... A long, narrow band, several inches wide, about eight inches long, which is worn as a sign that the priest is serving as an official liturgical role. Cool. I yeah. caught some of that. <laughs> Good for it. <laughs> yeah, see if you can slow it down. People who listen to the podcast in like 1.25 time or 1.5 time will have no chance on those explanations. Yeah, totally. That bit will just be white noise. So it's basically a, a band of cloth which shows that the priest is serving his official liturgical role. Um, right. You ready for the next one? Well, we've all got one of those, haven't we? Well, I, my closet's full of them. I, n- I never leave home without my stole. <laughs> oh, my stars have had a penny for every stole. <laughs> uh, no, but it's cool. I mean, I think that, and you know, 
just to take one step back from uh, irreverence for one second, uh, whilst I go to a church, an Anglican church, which doesn't use vestments, um, I think that it's, I like, I quite like going to a higher church that does use them. I think they have a place and I'm not trying to mm. slag them off. Uh, they just have unusual oh, sure. names, which sure. n- most people haven't heard before. So, Yeah, that sometimes sound like farm animals. Yeah, exactly. but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you're ready for number four, the penultimate I'm ready. thing. An alb. A-L-B. An alb. Well, I feel like I want to go for a farm animal again. Michael's trying to put me off listeners by <laughs> dancing around. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't resort to those kind of tactics personally. Well, uh, nothing but can, I wish I had can now, distract now me that from, uh, <laughs> from the win. Now, now that Michael got over 100% in my quiz, <laughs> I wish I had danced around more. So you're going with Alb. Uh, I'm going, oh, wait. Yeah, I'm going, going with, with farm animals. Sorry. We, we, yeah, you're going with Alb. I'm, and going, I'm with going with Alb. <laughs> You're going with farm animal. <laughs> and I'm going to, yeah, I think because at this point, I feel like if I just dig in and go farm animal every time, yeah. I might get one right before yeah. we run out of questions. That makes sense. That's a good tactic. I like it. But then I might change my mind for the last one. But I'm going with farm animal this time. Okay, cool. Well, an alb is, in fact, a long white garment worn by the priest to represent oh! an immaculate vestment that has been received through baptism. <laughs> Pardon my language, Michael, but I'm going to get jolly cross in a minute. <laughs> remember that time? Uh, like, I can't remember when it was. It might have been a few years back when you said you couldn't imagine anyone getting animals in priestly garments confused with each other. <laughs> Man, do I feel like a fool now. <laughs> oh, good times. When we were young and so naive. <laughs> you ready for the fifth and final one, Kieran? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, the fifth and final object or thing is a chura. C-H-U-R-R-A. Chura. 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 Well, I've had a churro and it was mm-hmm. delicious, but that's yeah. no help here. <laughs> because that's neither a, neither a farm animal nor a garment, but the memory of it is um, making you feel much happier. <laughs> mm, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but maybe this has some sort of um, uh, some sort of similar root. I forget what the the word is for tracing the history of words. I think it's called but the etymology, I- Kieran. Etymology, thank you. Yes, I wanted to. Yeah, I I thought that, and then I thought, is it entomology? But that's the study of insects. Yeah, I'm pretty but sure. But it's so yeah. similar that it, that it threw me off. So I'm wondering, does this have any? Does this thing have any resemblance to a sort of long finger <laughs> of batter <laughs> that you would put chocolate sauce into? And if I it does. It. Then and it's it more does, likely to be in. Is that a priest or an I animal? Fe, I feel it's. I feel it's more likely to be, uh, like some kind of garment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you could wear churros as a belt, for example. <laughs> you could if you. But wanted they don't to, really yeah. look at like any farm animals, except you know. Well, if you had a worm farm, mm, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or a churro. So farm. I'm going to go. 
a churro farm. <laughs> Is that where they come from? Yeah. So we farmed. had them in Peru. Are they? Do they farm them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're realize? they're actually animals. <laughs> Right, okay. So is a chura just a lady churro? Uh, in which case, <laughs> I'm going to so, switch my answer. So what I hear you saying, Kieran, is that you can imagine a priest wearing a belt made of churros, and therefore you're going to go with priestly yeah. garment. As you, as you can see, Michael, I've thought things through logically. Mm, and yeah. I've come to the conclusion that... But then, but then the, on the other hand... My game plan earlier was to stick with farm animals and hopefully mm-hmm. get one right. Yeah. And my fear is if I jump ship now, I'm going to miss out on the last point. But don't you think you should just trust your instincts and instinctually yeah. you went with a belt made of donuts? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with the donut belt. Yeah, okay. I think that was wise, Kieran, because a chura is actually... A type of sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness me. <laughs> a churro, also known as Spanish churro, is an ancient uh-huh. Iberian breed of sheep from Zamora uh-huh. province in Castile and right. Leon. Yeah. So and they're filled go. with chocolate sauce. What's the link? Um, they're battered. As I think, in I think the link is in... potentially the Spanish, the Spanish link. Right. So, yeah. uh, okay. Or, or do you think then that Churros, the delicious sweet treat, are named after sheep. They could be. Or is it the other way around? Or are neither of those things applicable? (laughs) Why don't you let us know, listeners? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, (laughs) onlyhalfhour.co.uk. Yeah, that's a great idea. Write in, please, and tell us the answer to this question. If you're listening, Jack, because Jack sent another email. Oh, great. Uh, so maybe maybe Jack can answer this question for us. Maybe we could do Jack's email at the end. Mm, yeah, that's um, cool. We can do it in the sharing part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Kieran, you you know, what's important is that we had a good time. I mean, you may have only gotten one out of five correct, um, but, you know, we had we yeah. we had a good time. And uh, and thank you for, for indulging me uh, on this round of Cassock. Or livestock. Okay, Kieran, here's my question for you this week, and it's about how do we conduct ourselves as Christians online, specifically social media. So let me let me give you some background, then restate the question. So the background is I, as you know, work for the church, but I also am a circus acrobat. Um, I love God. I want to live for his glory. But my Instagram is pretty much exclusively circus stuff. And Instagram works in such a way that if you, if you, have, if you have just like this is my life type posts, then people who are interested in you as a person might follow you. But if you just have like a this is my job uh, I'm a circus person. Here's a bunch of circus stuff. Then people who like circus stuff follow you. And if you start to po- yeah. if you start to cross post, then people unfollow you. They don't they don't really know what they're getting from your channel. They're not that interested in following you anymore. So my Instagram is basically just circus. There's nothing else on there really. And when I when I used to do YouTube videos, it would just be circusy, worky out type stuff. 
And I feel this kind of, should I be posting about Jesus on my circus Instagram? Or is it okay for me just to be like, this is what this is for. This is a tool for me to get inspired and to inspire others about how to circus good. It's not really a vehicle for saying, here's a trick on a, on a piece of circus equipment. P.S. Jesus thinks you're great. Um, you know, so that's my dilemma. Okay. The question is, you know, do we have a duty as Christians to use all of our outlets as a as a vehicle for the gospel? Mm. How do we mm. do social media well as Christians? Okay. With with the Instagram question, are you is part of the question that you feel it's in some way dishonest to use a platform that is primarily related to your circus work to then sort of like almost take advantage of the captive audience to sort of then say, well, to bring in some gospel content or that kind of thing? Yeah, or, exactly. Or have I... Okay. Yeah, I feel like it would be like a bait and switch. Like you're here for circus uh, and I'm building this circus audience mm. and then... By the way, now here's a bunch of stuff about Jesus. It's not that I don't think that that could have value, but I think that it might actually frustrate and upset people and give them a bad experience of a Christian rather than a good experience of a Christian. Obviously, if if from the very start I had always been posting about Jesus and God and church and all that kind of stuff, then that would be different because people would know that was part of why I post. But but maybe Mm. I should just but maybe it's better just to post honestly about all the aspects of my life and those who want to leave will leave. And then, you know, maybe that's more got more integrity to do that. I don't know. Hmm. I take your point about um, Instagram working best if you kind of stick to one content type. Hmm. Um, but I, I would I would certainly say that in my experience, you know, there are there are channels I follow for example, like I, I, the way I use Instagram is I like things like landscape photography. Mm. And so, and for a while I, I was doing that too, uh, quite consistently. Um, but in my, in my naive youth, uh, in my early twenties, I thought maybe if I take good pictures and then I'll get like a following and mm. things. And for me anyway, social media doesn't seem to work that way. <laughs> so I still take pictures uh, every so often, mm. but I don't really upload stuff that often anymore. I'm, I'm not really into social media that much these days. Yeah. Um, but I still, I still check Instagram a lot and I'm interested in landscape photography, different things like that. Mm. Um, and certainly, you know, uh, from my perspective as a follower of notable people like yourself, on Instagram, <laughs> uh, I'm never I never feel offended when you know uh, a a content creator deviates from their norm to share something about their life or mm. that kind of thing. I think if you are sort of uh, so regularly doing that that it becomes sort of like it maybe feels like a spam channel to people who followed you for say your circus content, then mm. I can understand that you might start to lose followers, that sort of thing. Um, but I, I hope that, to a degree, people who use social media platforms like that would just accept that if they're following someone, they're following a human being. Mm. And that you're gonna, you know, um, you're gonna occasionally 
stuff about your life is is probably even by accident gonna become part of you know the content that you post mm. i follow a a woman who lives on the western isle somewhere of scotland and she is a fantastic artist and she does these beautiful kind of impressionist seascapes mm. and they're amazing and she posted the other week about how uh she had made a comment on her instagram channel about um something political and it it seemed that somebody had a real go at her about doing that and yeah. had basically said to her, I come to your channel for art. How dare you? Well, not maybe not how dare you, but, you know, I don't I don't come to you for yeah. your political opinion. So know keep your them place to yourself. Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I feel that's, uh, I, uh, you know, unfair to her. I hope, yeah. hope that goes with, goes without saying, but I'll say it in case uh, in case it's not clear. Um, I think it's unfair to that artist to mm. respond to her in that way because whether or not you agree with her, as she pointed out in a later post, people are there for, you know, pe- people are following her and she's a human being. Yeah. So so I hope that, I think it's reasonable for you to hold the world of the internet to a certain standard of, uh, <laughs> you know, appropriate behavior and if Mm. people are not able to behave in that appropriate way then it's that's not really a reflection on you or the Mm. way that you sort of handle your your online posting does that make sense yeah okay so to summarize then you think that people whether they're christian or not should be able to give their entire life and any aspect of it to social media if they so choose without fear of uh reprisal or repercussion but do you think that do you think that it's do you think that christians should if they choose to use social media or if they choose to have a presence on the internet use that as a platform for their belief for their christian belief do you think it's Mm. incumbent upon a christian to do that well, yeah, that's that's a good question. I, I mean, I feel like, hmm, what do I think about this? Like, if I just don't want to give any other aspect of my life to the internet, if I'm just like, circus stuff is fine, because it's just me doing circus nonsense, but the rest of my life, that's mine. And I'll share it with my friends and my close, but like, maybe I'm doing a disservice to God by not using the platform I've accrued or to be genuine about my faith. Hmm. I, I, I think I think that um, I, I certainly follow people on Instagram who I are, who are Christians or I'm pretty sure are Christians and they don't at least not regularly they don't regularly bring that aspect of their lives into their into their social media presence at least on the channels that I follow and I don't think that's wrong because because I I think to come back to your point if your channel is primarily to showcase a particular type of work that you do, for example, then I don't think you're ashamed of the gospel if you use your circus Instagram channel to 99% of the time post about circus stuff. Mm. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't see that as a moral failing personally. Um, But on the other hand, I I do feel like um, perhaps we as Christians can at times start from a place where we feel like we're on the back foot 
but that's maybe a self-imposed thing to some extent and isn't uh, necessarily a reality. Like, I'm just thinking about how, with the example I gave of the lady who posted her political beliefs on her on her Instagram channel, and her follow-up post was like, well, yeah, of course I did that. I'm a person. Uh, you know, can, can we not say the same about our our beliefs as Christians, you know, yeah. and why should why should the standard be different? Uh, I, obviously, I say that knowing that you know uh, what we believe in many ways runs contrary to the values of of the world, and and you know uh, we're called to you know be in the world and not of the world, and, and yeah. you know so so there's always going to be an element of that. There's always going to be an element of Christianity is not going to fit with the values of the prevailing culture, mm. almost certainly. Um, but do we as Christians, I'm just asking generally, this is not a comment on your actions online in terms of how you post, but do we as Christians, uh, do we box ourselves in on this issue? I wonder at times. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I think ultimately I don't think I'm going to get to a point in this conversation where I feel like I have a satisfactory answer. But I guess mm. what I'm feeling after listening to all that you've said is that I guess it just depends on how full a picture of your life you want to give to strangers on the internet. Mm. Um, mm. Like if you want to give a genuine picture of your life, then we ha- should be speaking about God and, and our faith. Um, mm. I guess the problem, I guess the main problem would be if I was indicating that this was my full life but excluding god if my channel mm. is clearly just where i post training videos or 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 whatever and there's no kind of indication that it's my full life and god's not in it then that's one thing but if i was posting families and walks and holidays and training mm. videos and everything else and it seemed like a full picture of my life but there was no mention of god and jesus then that would probably be a bigger issue, I suppose. Yeah, I think you could argue that that would be a missed opportunity, certainly. Well, Kieran, it's now time for the part of the show where we share something that has encouraged us this week or something that we've enjoyed. Um, However, I understand that you have an email for us. Yes, Michael, I was very encouraged by this email we received. Oh, nice. This email comes from Jack, regular contributor to the show, Jack. <laughs> uh, he's, he's emailed us again. Hello, Jack. Hello, Jack. Uh, and Jack says, this is picking up uh, on a conversation that we had a couple of, a few episodes ago, where I was talking about spiders in bananas. Mm. Uh and we were also talking about uh, song selection in church, and we did a word search. So this re- I would say those things because Jack references all of those things. <laughs> and his email, his email is as follows. I wanted to encourage you, so I'm writing to say that Martin Luther was also afraid of spiders. Mm-hmm. And, I hope, and I hope that the worship leaders at my church are as thoughtful and prayerful as you both when choosing songs. So that's some nice encouragement oh, from Jack. Nice. Thank you, Jack. Thanks, Jack. And then 
regarding the word search that we did, because uh, listeners, in case you missed it, a couple of weeks ago, we did a, I had no ideas for a game that week. So <laughs> I did a word search based on the Holy Half Hour logo, because yeah. it makes a nice, neat little word search. So we did that. And the longest uh, the l- word that we got was, I think, Michael, you got six letters. Is that right? Yeah, we both had a couple of six-letter ones in there. Has Jack managed well, to Jack trump us? Think- Jack thinks he's got a seven-letter word. Oh. He says, if flowerly, as in the kitchen was flowerly because the bag of flour exploded, <laughs> uh, if that's a word, then I got a seven-letter word. If you wouldn't accept flowerly, then I got six with hourly. Mm, so what do you think, Michael? Are we, are we accepting flowerly? Flowerly. I mean, things might get flowery. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah. I don't think things get flowerly. So, no, um, no, I think I think you might be right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call um, mm. nonsense on flowerly, and uh, <laughs> but good job on on the other sixes. So uh, the seven letter remains yeah. elusive. It looks like. Absolutely. So, listeners, if you can top that, if you can do seven letters, then it's hello at holyhalfhour.co.uk. And Jack, we uh, we appreciate you writing in. Thank you. And Jack. Uh, signs off with blessings on your heads. Oh, I wondered what that was. So, and and it's, you go. it's a blessing on my head. Thanks, Jack. Mm-hmm. We feel blessed. Thanks, Jack. Absolutely. It's good. Appreciate it. Um, well, I mean, that's an excellent email, which I can't possibly uh, follow up on. But uh, the one positive thing I, I did this week, <laughs> the only one, everything else was terrible. No, one of the positive <laughs> things I did this week <laughs> was um, I went for a walk, Kieran. Um, Mm, nice wife and I love to go for walks Um, we haven't been doing Mm. it very often recently because of uh, because of um, social isolation and all that jazz Um, but we decided to throw caution to the wind because the government has said we're allowed to go out for infinite exercise um, at the Mm -hmm. moment in England Uh, so So you can go out to exercise as long as you never stop Exactly. Is that yeah. what that means? Yeah, exactly. Basically, right. you must be okay. constantly exercising for the rest of all time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we went for a walk. But my, my encouragement is, if you can walk safely, do it, but walk somewhere where you can look on the internet and download an interesting guide for. Um, maybe like an organized mm. walk. Just one of those walks where you walk somewhere and it tells you those little nuggets, those little gems of information. And I think it's even more awesome if you can do it somewhere you've been loads of times before, um, like maybe it's your hometown um, and you think you know the history of it pretty well, but maybe you don't. And actually you can get these little nuggets and you, it just lets you see things through a different lens. Through um, It kind of opens your eyes to the things you might take for granted, which I think is really a nice way of walking. So my encouragement is to walk, but to do a kind of little bit of a nuggety guided walk from the internet to see if you can... Uh, Learn something new about the area in which you live, provided you can do it safely. That's good, man. I'm certainly someone who takes the areas I live in for granted, historically. Yeah, yeah, uh, we all do, you for know, sure. I, I lived in the Scottish borders for a long time, and there's loads and loads of things in the Scottish borders I haven't seen and done. Mm. So <laughs> I think that's a good encouragement. I have an encouragement for our listeners uh, before we finish, Ooh. which is, listeners, I'd like to encourage you to share this show with someone if you're if you've reached episode seven hopefully you're enjoying yourself yeah and if you are 
then we would love for you to share this with someone who you think will enjoy it. Uh, and we, it would also be awesome if you were up for leaving us a little review on your preferred podcast platform. But Apple Podcasts would be awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much to everyone who has done it. We have actually received one review as of recording that. Is that right, Kieran, on, on Apple Podcasts? Um, we uh, have a number of four. a number of ratings, uh, but one written. Mm, yeah, we've got right? exactly. Yeah, we've got four or five ratings, and someone has written a, a, a text review, which was nice. Yeah. So thank you. Thanks, thanks everyone. Really appreciate that. Well, Kieran, it's been a pleasure as always. And this week we have been uh, looking at each other's faces while recording, which has been a rare treat. Um, so it's been good to see you and to speak to you today. So thanks, thanks for thanks for your time. Good to see you too, my friend. Cool. Well, until next week, have a great one and we will see you then. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Bye. Bye. I Bye. got the last... Oh. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to get the last goodbye. Bye.